Welcome back to another episode of Caps Off by the Game Day. Yo, we had a big day yesterday. Before we bring on our guests, before we bring on our guests, we got a very special guest. We'll get to him in a moment. Yesterday, Caps Off actually won an award. Caps. Surprisingly. Caps Off. Surprisingly. You might think this is just a bunch of bullshit, but we it actually are an award-winning podcast now. We won oh, the award for yeah. best use of short-form content Woo! at the Social Media Marketing Awards uh, presented by The Social Shakeup. Bro, uh, kind of came out of the blue. Had no idea we were nominated. I'm curious what the other nominees were. If people don't know about the social shakeup, bro, it's literally bigger than the ESPYs. Like, yeah. <laughs> us winning that award is, like, next level, yeah, bro. bro. Y'all aren't even ready for this shit. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, hey, um, you said yesterday, what, what did you say? It was we, we were going to the ESPYs, right? That's part of winning this award. Yeah, it's part of it? winning this award. So we'll be at the ESPYs Wednesday night. We'll actually be hosting it now. <laughs> <laughs> the, winner of, the, winner. the winner of the, the best short-form uh, video uh, actually hosts the ESPYs. So it's going to be <laughs> yeah. exciting, man. Yeah, it'll be fun. No, yeah. but in all seriousness, like, really appreciate the, uh, the shout from uh, the social shakeup. Up and you know definitely a lot of hard work goes into this so it's nice to be recognized, recognized for yeah. sure Ooh, hey good cool. shit recognized it's pretty lit can i make another shout out yes. because today's prime day oh sure and it's very exciting right you get your deals and everything you want yeah. Amazon. Added, but it's like, also prime sportsbook offers no day but only at the game day.com oh. slash promotions so go get your best <laughs> go, get, slash promotions. go get your best offers bro i'm telling you your best sports betting offers i know you want to be betting on fucking Korean baseball or whatever's going on right now. Actually, real baseball is happening. You think, so go bet on that. Can man. you get New Era hats on Amazon? Because you guys got nice I'll, hats going. I, I do. do bro. Uh, yep, New Era right here. I'll yep. tell you right now. It. New Era might have a special. Shout out New Era, though. Uh, yeah, Kev, who's our guest, I'll introduce you in a moment. But New Era sent us some nice hats. and they, these guys are New Era right is now. on Amazon Prime. I don't see any Prime Day deals, though. Which is the issue? Yeah, but it doesn't matter because. But you, we could talk to them. We could like we could ask. work with the game day. I mean, like. Yeah. So you, what's the new era? You can plug? get some good some good deals. We'll do a little CTA at the end. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> but hey, why we don't got, we introduce our wonderful we got a guest. special guest today? One of uh, Bro, one of this our, is the third time, yeah, man. Yeah, third time's a, the charm, they say. One of our, I don't know why you keep coming on the podcast. I mean, you, we must be having some, you know, some good chemistry, some things going on. But I uh, don't know. Well, I, I don't know either. Maybe you could tell us, but we got uh, TikTok's number one NFL creator, Woo! the fucking GOAT, Kevin Walsh. That's my Welcome guy. Back. Thanks, guys. You're the best. Welcome oh, back. my gosh. I'm happy to be on. I was. You asked, like, the reason why I keep coming on, and honestly, I was coming on just to see Jack today, but, oh, um, shit. you know, he's not here, so I might be having to leave a little early because I was expecting Jack to be here. That's but, fair. Um. That makes I'm sense. excited it's to com- chat today. That it's completely reasonable. It is reasonable. You know, dude, a lot of people do like checking in on Jack's uh, ability to create the most defined <laughs> beard, beard line, line bro, ever. I, that must take some like, heavy upkeep, bro. The amount of times I'll be out with someone and be like, yo, what's up with your boys? Like, your beard line is <laughs> so high up. And I'll fuck with Jack. Because so like, you look at it and you're like, it's it's pretty impressive to be able to get it that defined. But then as soon as he sits and starts soaking into the chair, that shit's high as hell. Oh, oh I God. love you him. Gotta be, no, you gotta be bringing that out. Let him, let him defend himself when he's here. Okay? Oh, we can call him right now and, and ask him about <laughs> we'll it. But no, the last time Kevin was on, though was in Kansas City, right? Yeah, at yep. the draft. In the fanciest part of Kansas so City. So that was awesome. Yeah, we were in the definitely a super yeah. rich part of KC. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, we, we had we had the best crib ever. That was awesome, man. You guys, <laughs> you guys were great hosts. <laughs> I mean, they just it had uh, a view. Well, let's run and, it back. Yeah, yeah, we'll run it back. Yeah, of course. All right. Well, I mean, we we got a whole bunch of topics to talk about. Yeah, we got about. a ton of things to I talk gotta about. I got to say, it's a little bit of a lull in the NFL news. Things are slow. Off season is in its peak right now. Um, but, you know, this is the best time for people to be making lists. We're officially nine Sundays away from 
opening is week. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Scott Hansen. Hey, posted. shout out Tony Romo, bro. The greatest number nine of all time. <laughs> It's a weird way to say Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> That's how you know we're not, nothing to talk about. <laughs> no, but I was going to say is like peak, uh, peak offseason is when people make all these opinionated lists. Um, but this one I feel like is probably the best opinion to learn from. Uh, the NFL personnel ranked their top 10 edge rushers in the NFL. So, Felipe, what does NFL personnel mean? Because, so you know, we so are persons that we'll talk about. So, it's coaches, NFL. executives, scouts, players – so it's anybody that is involved with really like the game, the, the NFL aspect, like the playing aspect or coaching. So right? Jack's in that list. So Jack and you Jack, as a GM. I am as a because GM. Because you're an executive. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just a hot take machine, so I'm just out here like <laughs> reacting to these. I don't I don't take part Jack in Jack as an NFL scout, myself as an NFL GM, Matana as an NFL awesome person. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin as TikTok's Kev number one NFL career. Yeah, we're all in that list. We did go. make this list. But yeah, so they did release this uh, this list of the top 10 edge rushers or defensive. What is it? What is it? I mean, uh, it yeah, is edge, edge rushers. rushers. Yeah. Top, top, well. Uh, you can do it. Come on, spit yeah, it out. Yeah, it's confusing because it says DEs, but it also is edge well, rushers. Well, no, it's That's stupid really it because we've essentially created a fucking name to encapsulate anyone that decides to run after a goddamn quarterback. Yeah, Kevin, From I, the edge. I was before, From the edge. off the pod, Kev, I was asking, I was like, what the, f why the fuck have we just morphed DE and, and edge rusher into like. DE and LB and TE. They're all the same. They're, they all, nah, but nah, they're so different. many of these guys do all of them. Yeah, but they're different. Edge is all encompassing. Yeah, Whereas okay. a defensive end doesn't necessarily mean edge is the Walt Disney company. Like if you're a defensive end in a three four, you're playing a little you're playing a little five technique. Uh huh. Let's get the let's get the football heads out. You're playing a little five technique. You're not playing a seven <laughs> or a nine. You know, then you're you're straight up. You're a big run stopper. You're probably getting like six sacks a year. You're not getting like Dude, 15. Dude, I didn't even know the difference between a DE so, and an edge rusher, and he's out here yeah. talking about five technique. Uh, yeah. All right, well, That's this technique right here's here. Here's the, the top <laughs> ten list of the best edge rushers in the NFL, according to NFL personnel, right. are as follows. Let's go. Pay attention, Kev, because I don't know how I'm going to show you this right. list, but we'll figure that out in a moment. Number one, Nick Bosa. Fair. Number two, Miles Garrett. Also fair. Number three, Micah Parsons. Yes. Could be low. That, sure. Definitely. Could be low. Number four, TJ Watt. Yeah. Yep. Number five, Asan Reddick. Number six, Max Crosby. Number seven, Brian Burns, friend of the pod. Shout out. Number eight, Matthew Judon. Number nine, they switched it. It says Buffalo Bills, but it's Von Miller. Uh, number 10, Joey Bosa. Oh, lovely. I mean, look, I get, I, I get Michael Parsons being there, but I would swap TJ Watt and Michael Parsons personally. Possibly. Thoughts, but, comments, concerns, queries? Yeah, queries. Yeah, it means LGBTQ plus. I, I, yeah, I think TJ Watt. Oh, it's, you know, it's tough because that's the thing with like rush with with ranking these types of guys is that we get so consumed by everything they do, and we know Micah Parsons is such a great football player and such a great defender and so versatile. But as just an edge rusher, yeah, maybe TJ Watt is better. So it's kind of hard. But even maybe you could say a guy like Matthew Judon is better. I'm not gonna. Say I want to hear Kevin's. I want to hear Kevin's thoughts mm -hmm. on this before you guys just take over. Sorry, sorry. Kevin, what you got? Well, <laughs> any reactions? The thing to this that list? I kind of noticed, yeah, I think that I just found that they definitely benefited the guys who are maybe not as good at, I don't know, not overall the better defensive ends, but purely those stand-up edge rushers. Yes. Like, I mean, personally, seeing uh, Max Crosby down there at number six felt low. As uh, the Raider fan, yeah. Yeah, but I just think Max Crosby's hurt in this list because he can do it all. He can run stop and he can sack the quarterback where 
Um, I don't know, like seeing TJ Watt at four, like TJ Watt should be up there. Michael Parsons should be up there. Miles Garrett Bose, they're all good, but Crosby and to me, Crosby and Bosa are the, are the top two. And I think you could interchange them one and two, and I wouldn't even be mad either way. Hold on, you think More Crosby, than you would take Crosby over a guy like TJ Watt? Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Crosby just wreaks havoc play after play. He has the highest motor in the league right now. The highest motor yeah. in the league. You cannot stop him. And the amount of pressure he gets on the quarterback, his QB pressures is like some of the highest in the league. I think he was top two last season. Um, he just couldn't necessarily always finish him off, but he was able to put a lot of pressure and, and uh, wreak some havoc on the defense, on the offense. Well, well, I'm a big fan of finishing in all different types of ways. But TJ Watt, <laughs> though... 22 and a half sacks like two years ago. Well, Let it slide. Let it slide. <laughs> Keep, we move on. We move on. Play the ball where it lies. <laughs> 22 and a half sacks, right? What was it? Was that it? Like two years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah. And he missed like two or three. Like he missed a couple games. He missed a couple games. Like, bro. There's no way. I'm sorry. I love you, Kevin. There's absolutely no fucking stratosphere where I'm taking Max Crosby over TJ Watt. Ever. Ever. Because if you're you'll also, see this season. Sure, I could say that about so many players. Jalen Phillips, you'll see this season that stop, he's better than stop, fucking nobody, Nick Bosa. Stop, Nobody's stop. believing that. I agree with you. I was going to say, do we have no room for bias in these takes? You guys are always biased. No, we do. No, I, no I'll fuck, I'll fuck yeah. with Max Crosby. I, I, it was a legitimate question. What I don't understand, TJ yeah, no, he's, he, I agree he's in the top 10, but what I don't agree with is putting, like Hassan Reddick had an amazing year. He had 16 sacks, but it's not like he's been this dominant force in the NFL. Guys like Joey Bosa, who hasn't been really healthy at all. I mean, if you look at his numbers, two Bosa's and a half sacks, nasty, ten and a half sacks, seven and a half sacks, eleven and a half sacks, but hasn't been healthy. So I agree with you. If you want to put Joey Bosa in there, I would even say maybe a Matthew Judon who had another good year. Hassan Reddick maybe a little bit lower, but like we, Cameron Jordan, I think tweeted he responded uh, to that specific one. And Cameron Jordan's yeah. a guy that's been super fucking consistent in not maybe maybe he's not just a stand up guy, but. Well, he is a stand-up guy. We've spoken to him. You know, he's a good guy. Physically stand-up. Yeah. Physically stand-up on the field. Um, no, but I think Cameron Jordan's a guy that also should potentially be in there. Jalen Phillips is another guy that had a ton of pressures but could potentially be in there. But, but I don't goes, know. There's, goes, there's, there's, no, there's just some people in there that, like, I don't think is in the top ten right away. And if they are, I think they need to be a little bit lower. But it goes back to what Kevin said. Now, somebody who – You got it, Kevin. I, I, was, I was just going to say, like, somebody else who I think got snubbed in this list – Khalil Mack. Yeah. How is yeah. Khalil Mack not making top 10 I agree with that. I know I get it. Like, the Chargers year was, not, like, he's been he's been hurt. And now they're in the Chargers. He didn't have a great season. But that guy did it year after year. And like you said, you get a guy like Hassan Reddick did it one year. <laughs> did it a couple of years. He's already making the list. But Khalil Mack, I don't know. How did Khalil deserve to slip out of the top 10 already? Yeah, Khalil, How did Khalil do last year? Yeah, like, yeah. I honestly don't know. Khalil I know Mack he, hasn't broken more than 10 sacks over the last four years. Oof. I, I want to I bring it back to what Kevin said, and that's why I think some of these guys are lower. Because <laughs> Max Crosby might be a better defensive end than another guy. Told, yep. well, I mean, first off, like a guy like Micah doesn't play defensive end. I think he's going to play more predominantly there this year. But this list is edge rushers. So while a guy like Max Crosby might be more complete and he's going to be better at stopping the run, He's going to be better at because there's so much value in stopping the run as a defensive end too, and people don't recognize that because it's like offensive linemen. Nobody cares about offensive linemen because there's no stats that we can really like put on them and be like, oh, they're amazing. Like they score touchdowns, and for defensive ends, that number that we associate with them is sacks, bro. But there's so much more than that. Stopping the run, there's tackles for loss. We never hear about tackles for loss for these guys, and there's out here, there's guys out here doing so much. 
That's so, what Cam Jordan said. Cam Jordan was like, the, his exact response to the tweet was, wonder if they have a complete true defensive end ranking. Why is it edge rushers are taking away from true ends encompassed by the term edge? How many know what stop the run means? Me, Brandon Graham, Nick, Eric Armstead, Dexter Lawrence, first, fourth downs, yeah. not just the pass. So I agree with you. I totally agree with you. But it's become a sexier position. Yeah, it's just the it's just the sack, bro. It's like scoring touchdowns nowadays. It's just it's just as big, but it's not fair. Oh, Matthew Judon was there. I missed it. He, yeah, he was on the list. Oh, I totally missed that. See, I can't listen. I thought you were just saying that like he deserved to be higher. I don't, yeah, maybe. Right. Hey, but he's another guy that had one good. Uh, look, if we're gonna put Hassan Reddick up there, Matthew Judon was another guy that was like on pace to to be the defensive player of the year. But I mean, I will say this though: I think these edge rushers who are being who are crowning them like Micah Parsons, I, they. If you go to them, they're also going to say Max Crosby is a better defensive end than totally. I would be if I played straight-up defensive end. I think they acknowledge that. It's just us as fans that we only see the highlight reels, and the highlight reels comes with sacks. It doesn't, it doesn't come with these other plays that are just as impactful. All right, Kev, who are your top five edge rushers in your own order in the NFL? Max Crosby, one. Oh, my own. Off the dome, off the Max dome. Max Crosby, one. Carl Nassib, yeah. two. Is he still on the Raiders? <laughs> I don't even know, bro. Hey, LGBTQ+. Max Crosby, one. What did that do? Two, Nick Bosa. Three, Micah Parsons. Four, Miles Garrett. Five, TJ Watt. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Crosby's high, but, like, I think that's the only thing someone's going to get mad at for your list. Felipe? The only Shit. reason why I put Crosby at one, I think people could say it's too high, is... Because you're a Raiders fan? I understand that Crosby is not... He's not getting the sack numbers like the other guys, but I think his the amount of pressures he's getting, he's so close to getting those sacks... He's proven that he can get the – I think he can get the sack total numbers of a true edge guy. So that's why I'm going to put him on my number one. Mm. Got you. Uh, what about I'm, you? I'm going to go one, Nick. He had an yeah. amazing year. So Nick Bosa. Two, I'm going to go Micah Parsons. Yeah. Because, again, this is an edge rushers list. So I'm going to go Micah. Uh, three, I'm going to go TJ Watt. Yep. Nah, flip it. Nick Bosa, one. Uh, TJ Watt, two. Micah Parsons, three. Wow. Uh, uh, let me see who else is on this list. Uh, four. Ooh, this is good. Four, I will go. Who's the, who's the, oh, Miles Garrett, definitely yep. four. Uh, I like Miles Garrett, four. And then five. Shit, I, I like Crosby there. Uh, I'm going to go Crosby five. Yeah. I agree with your list mostly. Uh, one, I would go. Jalen Phillips. Bradley, Ch yep. one I would go. Jason one I'd realistically, I'd one I'd go T.J. Watt. Two I'd go Nick Bosa. Three Miles Garrett. Four Max Crosby. Five Michael Parsons. Mm -hmm. I think Max Crosby is definitely one of the more underrated guys in the NFL. You put Micah at five because yeah, because yeah. wow. I was hoping to get a reaction out of out of Lipe, but I mean, nothing I, really I, I, I'm not I'm not that tight, bro. Jack, on the other hand, if you would put like Nick Bosa at two, he'd be shitting yeah. himself, yeah. bro. Look, I think, bro, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> which, which, what do you want from me? The top five feels like it can go any which way. I can put guys in there like at number five. That's you could interchange Max Crosby. Yeah, but you're the top right. Four it's not like is a consistent conversation where there's a clear one yeah. or a clear one, two and three. You know, there's what I mean? a clear three in my yeah. opinion. If I'm being honest, clear top three. You mean clear top three? But you put, and it's not Parsons. And there's I don't think Mike is in. There's not a clear top three. Bro. I don't think okay. it's a clear top three either because I think to me it's the clear top three is Bosa, Parsons, Garrett. Yeah. Mm. 
Why are we no, why are we hanging on TJ Watt? Fine, fine. He's clear top hurt. four. Clear top four. Fine, you're okay, right. Okay, clear agree. top, clear four, top sure. four. But that's my point is that there's a you're clear right, top you're four. Right. Watt would be in the three five, spot, but and then at that five you could have the guys like the Max Crosby's of the world, the Matthew Judons, the Hassan Reddicks, the fucking uh, the uh, fucking uh, uh, I'm, I'm blanking. You can Brent, Brian Burns, friend of the pod, like. <laughs> Brian Burns. Uh, Joey Bosa, you could obviously Von Miller. there. Von Miller, exactly. Oh, yeah, Von Miller. Yeah. Still, Blanking bro. out on Von Miller. Like, like Lawrence oh. Taylor type shit. Lawrence yeah. Taylor. Marcus yeah. Ware, yeah, yeah. Guys Cameron like Wake. Jared Allen. Cameron yeah, yeah. Wake. Jared Allen, Cameron yeah, Wake, no, right, right, I right. agree. So, like, that top four, great. But then at that fifth spot, you could interchange a lot of those those guys. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. 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 I said it was list season. So uh, there's, you know, more lists that we got. The, oh, athletic release, list to come. The, the Athletic released a list of players that they think will have breakout seasons in 2023. So we wanted Ugh. to go through the top 10 NFL teams and see who they put would have a breakout year. An individual player that will have a breakout year. So we're going to go through them. Uh, I guess I'll just go down the list, right? Sure. So uh, they're part of the top 10 teams in the NFL? Yeah. We, we we picked our top 10 teams. Uh, I didn't order this in any particular way, but it's sort of in order. Uh, so... Uh, you know, I just want to get your thoughts. If you agree, do you think they'll have a breakout season or a bust of a season? Go, man. So, the Athletic said, the Chiefs, for the Chiefs, Kadarius Tony will have a breakout season this year. Do you agree? I I totally agree. Will? I don't know, because he can't stay healthy. Can he? Absolutely. He's no, probably he the biggest breakout candidate on the Chiefs. Kev? No. No, he won't. Why? No, not a breakout season. I don't think the Chiefs are even going to ever go back to like a number one receiver. I think they're going to oh. continue to spread the wealth. But they already have that's a number one a good wide receiver in Travis Kelsey. Yeah, but that's what he means. That's what he means. Though. He, like, outside of Kelsey. They'll, they'll, they'll have Kelsey, Kelsey and then they'll spread the wealth okay. to everyone else. Okay. I, yeah, right? they, I mean, they drafted they drafted a guy this year, right? They drafted yeah, they Rasheed Rice. Yes. They still got Sky Moore. They got Kadarius Tony. Those are all guys who could break out, but I think it's just going to be one big mosh pit of three average receivers yeah but Kadarius Tony isn't average and to be clear like last year yes he was hurt and and his rookie year he was hurt as well but a big part of the problem with him was the Giants not utilizing him in the right way and they just didn't like the way he fit the culture so it wasn't all on the Giants it was also on him but he goes to Kansas City and Andy Reid finds out how to utilize him like immediately he's scoring touchdowns he's he's making plays and so you get a full offseason with him now this year. He's not a mid, it's not a midseason trade. You get a full offseason with him, him and Mahomes. He's the most talented receiver there. I agree. The other two guys, uh, Sky Moore and Rasheed Rice, they could very well be average. They're also both second-round picks. Canary's Tony's a first-round pick, and they, they could have drafted a guy like uh, – there were receivers there that were, that were close to their taking, like Devontae Smith was right there, and they decided to trade back and take a guy like Kadarius Tony, the Giants, I'm saying. So the, this guy's really, really talented, and I think with Andy Reid, he could be. But the question guy. isn't talent; the question is health, and that to me is what worries me. If he could stay healthy, yeah, he has all the opportunity in the world. Sky Moore, I could see as a candidate. Yeah, but he was healthy when he went to the Chiefs. He he wasn't that healthy. He was on and off being fucking injured. He was pretty well, healthy. I he think, was too. he was healthy. He was healthy. It's because he was faking his injury with the Giants. People say, yeah, <laughs> right. and then once he got to the Chiefs, he was he was good to go. That's what I'm saying. With the Chiefs, he was good. Anyways, I, I like Tony. He's so fucking versatile, bro. He's that new era, new age type of receiver. Shout out new era. Yeah. Uh, where you can just kind of do everything with him. He's such a tool, man. Well, he's also, I mean, like. Oh, that sounded bad. He's been gifted into a, no, he's a, he's a weapon. How's that? Actually, I think a lot of people would think he's a tool, so. Yeah. He, he's been gifted into a position where you get to play with Patrick Mahomes, and you're obviously autom- automatically going to be better. And I think that's sort of what Kevin's point is about kind of mm-hmm. spreading the wealth to other receivers. No, I get like, it. All the receivers were good last year, not because 
they're that great, right? Juju Smith-Schuster had a pretty solid year. Yeah, he was. He had Big Ben once, and he was good, but like he's yeah, not yeah, really yeah. a great receiver. And he had Patrick Mahomes throw him in the. Darius Tony was battling hamstring and ankle injuries when he went to Kansas City. Allegedly, no, Allegedly. no, 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 and missed like he he missed he missed time. But he's saying that they were there was rumors that he was faking it. No, in Kansas City. Oh. Is what I'm saying. I, my, Where did I, he perform more with KC or with the Giants? I agree with you. What's That's the what better team? What's the better quarterback? I'm not disagreeing. I think Kadarius right. Tony has all the fucking talent in the world to be a breakout. I just don't think because of his health that I think he's he my. The other thing I, I, I don't. It wouldn't shock me if it, he wouldn't. Is the all other thing I saw about Kadarius Tony <laughs> when, when he went to the Chiefs <laughs> when he got traded to the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey was on some podcast talking about Kadarius Tony and yeah. saying that he's like not only the hardest worker and like the most gifted physically, but like the smartest football. Like, for a kid, like, yeah. he's, like, the smartest football, like, youngster that he's met in a long time. And he's, like, the kid just knows ball really well. And yeah. that's why he's able to fit in so well with the Chiefs is, like, it's all a bunch of genius football heads. You know what yeah. I mean? So Which is funny because I, I talked to him. That was high praise coming from Travis oh, Kelsey. Yeah. I talked to him at the Super Bowl, and I was like, yo, give there me your top five receivers. And he was, like, Christian Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he named some other guys. That was just kind of yeah, funny. But, funny. Yeah, funny. All right, let's go to the next, next one. Um, all right. Um... The next player from the Buffalo Bills that the Athletic think is going to be have a breakout season is James Cook. I vehemently disagree. Vehemently, <laughs> vehemently. Well, it's not vehemently. It's vehemently. Vehemently. You don't have to pronounce the H like that. I'm a big H guy. Like, yeah. Huh. Kevin, what do you think about that? James Cook and have a breakout season. James Cook having a breakout season is a tough one for me, just because how crowded it is. But I'm gonna say, yeah, I think he breaks out. I think James Cook breaks out. He's he's already went on. He talked on the Rich Eisen podcast, and he said that uh, they asked him, they said, hey, are you going to be the lead guy this year? And he said, yeah, I'm RB1. And he pretty much made it clear that he's the guy. He's going to be the starter, and he's going to be the lead guy in Buffalo. So I, I think he's going to get his opportunities this year. We saw it a little bit um, as the season went on. Um, Naeem Hines didn't even take over too much uh, of that offensive work. So I expect his role to expand. I think he's going to break out. Bro, just the confidence. Now I think he's going to break out, too. Like, he's another one of those guys that, from an opportunity standpoint, yeah, he can break out. I don't <laughs> know. Bro, you, you said it was obvious. Give it, like, make a take. Is he going to break out or not? I don't think he he's going to break, break out. out. But he might not. No, so what I was going like to like say is I think to, to Kevin's point is from an opportunistic standpoint, yeah. yeah, he can because he's technically RB1. But if it's, like, someone that could break out, Damian Harris was a guy that, like, also talented – but couldn't stay healthy in New England. Now he goes over to Buffalo, a team that he's going to get those goal line carries, which I think takes away from James Cook. Therefore, me saying, I don't think James Cook yeah. breaks out. Was that good enough for you? Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine. You just, uh, James Cook has never edgy. carried the load. Not at Georgia. Like, he, he has not been a three-down back. Is he going to be a three-down back now? No. Great. That's oh, it. there you Good go. Take. It's a wonderful take. Good take. It's a wonderful take. Good take. Well, let me get to it. That's actually why. I, well, all right. That's actually why I agree. I was going to say the same thing. It's like if he didn't do it last year, if the Bills didn't want to utilize him last year, if he was that talented where he was going to be. That guy to break out this year, they could have done. He it was last good year. on the back half. He was like had like yards per carry. He was like top ten or something. But he didn't have a big enough sample size, so it's hard to like use that as an argument. But I don't know. I think James Cook is a talented guy. I just don't think he's going to break. Like, the, what are we talking about breaking out? We talking like twelve hundred yards type? Or are we talking like eight fifty or something decent year? What are uh, we doing? No, no, no. I think we're talking about a breakout. You're for gonna James know. Cook. You're gonna know. You're talking like you're gonna, you're gonna, gonna know learn. what it he's that learn. lead. Yeah. He's that lead back that's gonna get. Yeah, twelve hundred is is minimum. You're talking about a breakout year for him. So he's not having twelve hundred yards. Rushing. So he's not breaking out. Exactly. Okay, but yeah, but breakout. Kevin, you, you think he's having twelve hundred rushing yards? I not. I don't think I'm gonna go to that. But but like Matan said, 
We're gonna know. We're gonna know when it happens. You think he goes north of a thousand? You think he goes north of a thousand? I'm gonna say I think he gets a thousand. But I think it's it's gonna be the pass catching role that really sets him apart this year. I think it's gonna be the, he's, he'll be catching a lot of passes. Also, they signed Latavius Murray. Like Latavius Murray is gonna be a guy that will vulture carries from him. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Touchdown department. I'm nervous about. I don't think he's gonna get a ton of touchdowns just because. Harris and Murray will probably steal a lot of this goal line and Josh Allen. Like, can you really expect? And James Allen's one of the smaller backs. He's one of the smaller backs. So I, I, probably not touchdowns, but I think yards wise and receptions will be pretty solid. Um, all right. We'll stick with another running back. The Athletics said that J.K. Dobbins will be the oh breakout player for the Ravens. Would you, pick, you picked the just Felipe, Felipe's thing? <laughs> oh, no, I don't know what he's going to say. It's Yo, a guy, wait, wait. Do you have Ohio a, State guy, though. J.K. Dobbins? Do you have him in Dynasty? Do you, I, I do. Kevin, do you think J.K. Dobbins will have a breakout season in 2023? No. Oh! Ooh, wow. I know. I'm a Buckeye fan. I, it hurts me to do that. Um, but with the, with the idea that the Ravens, I think they're going to move a little bit more towards being a pass-friendly offense this year. Yeah. Uh, they still have Gus Edwards. They brought him back for another season. Um, I'm still skeptical on if J.K. Dobbins is going to be back to 100. Like, he was running very slow last season. He had none of that breakout burst potential. Uh, he did not look fast on on film at all. Uh, but maybe maybe it's maybe it's, he'll be better after that um, ACL tear and that second year back. He'll be able to do it. But I'm gonna say no. How do you feel, Felipe? So about a, that your a, dynasty legend, J.K. Dobbins. So this is how I feel. Not just because I have him on my dynasty team and, and, <laughs> and traded some picks last year before last year to get him. Here's how I feel. Yes, he did look slow last year when he came back, and he was clearly limping on some breakaway runs that he had. But still, even with that, slow, limping, he led the league in yards, rushing yards per game after he came back. So, like, even with that, and then when you look at yards per attempt and yards per, like, everything, every type, and I I think there was another one that was, um, this was a Nick one from BDGE who we had on lately. Uh, It was, like, yards after contact contact or the ability to, Gain yards after making someone miss. Stuff like that. Like, these, like, advanced stats. J.K. Dobbins was top three to five in everything, even being hurt. So, what do we always there say about is. a guy coming back from an ACL? Yep. Or an MCL or whatever it is. Year two. Year, yeah, that second year after. Not the first year they come back, but the year after, that's when we really see that big difference. That's when we see them really let go of that prior injury. And I think J.K. Dobbins is going to do that this year, bro. He's... He's gonna be he's gonna be fed, and I know that the Ravens are moving more to a pass-heavy offense. I totally agree, but I think that's more so declining on Lamar Jackson's rushing. The rushing, as far as giving it to the running backs and stuff like that, I think Dobbins will still get his 18 totes a game. He'll get 18 to 22, 25. Like I can see J.K. Dobbins getting his work. So I I'm think a- he's I think Dobbins just to finish this off because I know I'm fucking going off about him. <laughs> I love him this year. I think he finishes as a top three running back this year. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna draft him in fantasy. Top three is whew, you had me like ninety eight point five percent of the way, and then you dropped top three and you lost me. Now I will say top three is bias, but because I want him to succeed so bad, so I'm I'm definitely running some bias there. But I like I think fourteen hundred yards is incredibly doable for him. Total, all purpose. No rushing. Mm. And he's a receiver out the backfield too, which people sleep on. He can catch out the backfield and do stuff there. Yeah, All no. purpose, I think he can get two K. I think J.K. Dobbins breaks out this year. Yeah, I think I think as Felipe said, two years removed from an ACL. It's the same thing with Saquon, right? Where was that same energy for Saquon uh, last year? Everyone was kind of halting their 
appreciation for what Saquon could do, but everyone knew that year two, everyone talks about it, you know, doctors talk about it. That's J.K. Dobbins. So even when he came back, he was still productive, over five yards per carry, as Alipe alluded to. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that I don't know if he can put up 1,400, but to be breaking out is north of, a, let's say, 1,100 yards, which I think would be a very productive, you know, year on the ground. I think that'd still be top 10 last year. Um, and I actually think, to your point, Kevin, you said that because they're going to be switching to a pass heavy, I think that's actually more favorable for J.K. Dobbins because when that style, that Greg Roman style offense was so favorable for, you know, teams that could just stack the box against them. So we had people that were, like, looking at Lamar and, Gre- and J.K. as those are, you know, those were the only two people that were going to run the ball. Whereas now I look at Todd Monken and a more of a spread offense, a team that, uh, a guy that came from Georgia is going to not necessarily, like, spread the ball around. That'll hurt J.K. I just think it'll it'll alleviate a lot of the concerns of team stacking the box against him, which will therefore open up for JK and therefore he breaks out. So I just think actually Todd Monken's offense will be more favorable for JK's breakout than Greg Roman's was. Todd Monken sounds like a disease. <laughs> <laughs> the words. Yo, you uh, have the Monken. Yeah, you have the Monken, whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. I'm, uh, we're not going to do all 10 of these players, by the way, because we're, we're shortish on time, but uh, we'll stick to, let's do both of your teams. You want to do both of your that, teams? Lovely. Yeah, sure. that's fine. We'll do, we'll do your two teams. Why not? Uh, the Cowboys. The athletics prediction for the Cowboys player to have a breakout season is defensive end Sam Williams. All right. the fuck is that? Never heard of that. So let me speak, because I think this is one of those guys where, and we looked at some of the guys on the top 10, I'm like, I'm just going to straight up say, I don't know who this guy is on the, you know, the breakout guy for whatever team it is. The Cowboys, I understand, most people probably don't know who he is. He was a second-round pick last year, and I believe out of North Carolina. I could be mistaken, but... You said that super... North Carolina. North Carolina. I think it was, I think it was Ole Miss. You think oh, it was Ole Miss? Oh, maybe it was Ole, Ole Miss. Miss. You're a fucking idiot. Dude, <laughs> a Southern school? Yeah. Fuck, bro. Um, maybe it was. But anyways, good defensive end. Uh, had, I think, 10 and a half tackles for loss. I, maybe I saw some, a random stat, and it's not that. But I think it was something like that. He was uh, drafted last year? Yes. Like he was a rookie Second-round pick last year, yeah. yeah. Look up Sam Williams College. Uh, I hope Kevin's right. <laughs> or someone make fun of him forever. You want me to look up Caleb Williams? <laughs> I, I, I hope so. That Sam was that was me trying to remember. This is Sam Williams. He's a singer. Sec- so he had a good year last year. Obviously, like Ole back. Miss. Ole Miss, you're smart. Went man. to Northeast Mississippi Community College and then transferred to Ole Miss. There you go, him. Kevin. Good for him. Good shit. So um, is a guy that again like had ten and a half around, I think, tackles for loss last year. So, was productive. And going back to the conversation we had earlier, where the numbers and people's perceptions are so skewed of defensive ends because they just want the high sack numbers, he's not going to get that. Because he's on four, on, on four like legs, not his four arms. But he's on all fours, right? Down on all fours. Ooh, and he's a run stopper. He's still rushing the quarterback, but not from a standing relax. position like Micah Parsons, who's able to get after the quarterback to a higher extent. So, uh, I think he's going to have a good year. As far as, like, breakout... I think it makes sense for the Cowboys because they have so many established guys. So, like, Dak Prescott's not going to break out, right? He's already, we've already seen him be an MVP guy. Uh, we've already seen C.D. Lamb, like, take that next jump. So, I think it makes sense. Kevin, do you know anything about Sam Williams? Clearly. I only really knew of him, like, going into the draft. I didn't follow him super closely during the season last year. Um, but I did like him coming out, and I think – to Felipe's point, the idea of him breaking out. Um, I, the, the scenario I see for him breaking out wouldn't necessarily be in the eyes of the casual fan because of he's not going to get those flashy sack numbers, like Felipe said. But in the eyes of like NFL true coaches, GMs, yeah. like 
we could see that he ends up becoming a lot more valuable piece because of his ability to, you know, disrupt the quarterback, but also be able to have that big body and be able to cover the line of scrimmage on those on those runs. Right. I agree. All right, Adam, you want to do the Dolphins? Yeah, I was just double checking my stash. You want to do the Dolphins? Yeah. All right. Well, the Athletic predicted the breakout player of the year for the Dolphins will be Jalen Phillips. Yeah. Well, you know, thoughts, comments, concerns. I think that is accurate. You know, so you I think, think he will break out. I think Jalen Phillips is on the verge of not only just breaking out for the Dolphins, but breaking out for one of the top 10 edge rushers in the NFL. No. Yes, absolutely. No. Wow. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> he was one of the best pass rushers last year. He was fifth among edge rushers, ninth in total pressures. Among and among ed- edge rushers in what? On PFF. Oh, so you didn't say that. You didn't say that, yeah. You just... Is, do, do I need to, to specify me, the grade? <laughs> no, because you said he's fifth amongst edge rushers. To me, that's just your personal rank. Oh, no, like, you're correct. That, that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. No, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Fifth among <laughs> edge rushers in PFF. Ninth in total pressures and ninth in pass rush win rate. Um, I mean, it's rare that you... Pass rush win rate. That's actually a good stat. What that's is That's a that? really good stat. It's how often you win. Uh, a game? You just win? <laughs> no, no, no. It's how often you win your pass rush. That's, what, a, it, that's what I heard. On a pass rushing down, on a down where you're rushing yeah, the yeah. passer. How much you So only win. passing downs, how much oh, do you okay, beat okay. the tackle okay, that you're okay, going okay. against? Jalen Phillips has all the physical tools in the world. I think in, in a Vic Fangio scheme... He's the type of guy that's going to break out. I don't need what, what, what do you want to say? He's the guy that's going to break out. That's it. Yep. Van Hook, line, and sinker. Kevin, any thoughts? Like I don't have a whole lot to add, but I totally see him breaking out. I think he's becoming the best defensive end slash edge on the team ahead of Bradley Chubb. Easily. Oh, wow. And nice. I agree. like you said, Vic Fangio, I see no – Vic Fangio is going to put him in an amazing situation to succeed, just like he did last year. And yeah, he's he's only well, he's going into year three, right? Year like, three, yeah. Come year on, three. this is his prime. Like, let let's let's see Jalen Phillips. Let's roll him out. Give him the yeah. red carpet. I see. You know, what was the record for TJ Watt? Twenty two and a half. I think. Yeah, I see like twenty three and a half. <laughs> but you don't got to do that, man. Yeah. Relax. All right, you want a realistic number? Yeah. Like, you give me something real. 14. Like nineteen. You're not seeing no nineteen. No, nah, I think Jalen Phillips. Phillips he, he, realistically, he'll have more than twelve. 12 to what, like 15. Number, I'll say more than 12. <laughs> yeah. I'll say Sam Williams will have more than four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll say 15 sacks. 15's a lot, but we're say 15 that's a breakout and a half. That I, is. I, I could see like 10 for a moment. I think he'll have a... Get eight and a half last year. Oh, so 10's an upgrade. Yeah. Uh, 15 is too. Is a number. <laughs> <laughs> I think he gets 40. All right, what's up? All right, last name. Last name and then we'll move on. Uh, Athletic predicted the Jets breakout player of the year to be Garrett Wilson. Mm. Bro, fuck out of here. Mm. Another Ohio State guy. I predict Kevin Justin go- Jefferson's going to break out. Well, well, well like, let Kevin same. go first. That's his boy. He already shot on another Ohio State guy. What? <laughs> I think that's a weak pick for the breakout. Yeah. I think that one's so obvious. Um, in my opinion, he's already kind of broken out. Yeah. Um, I understand that there's still a lot of potential that needs to be seen over a full season with Ruth Rogers and actually a good quarterback. But Garrett Wilson, he's the man. Route running's so clean. He catches everything. Uh, I see no scenario that he's not a top, I'd say top 12 receiver just in pure talent and just like yards, all that stuff. Just top 12 receiver in the league guaranteed this season. Well, he was dropping bars. He was like route running so clean, (laughs) something else that rhymed with clean. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even catches remember. Are mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> catches are mean, yeah. Catches are mean. Catches are mean, yeah. Route yeah. so clean. Uh, Comes I, from I my think, favorite team. I think this breakout, like when we consider a breakout, it all depends on what you did last year and which, that was clean. what we already expect, the jump you're going to make. So it's hard to see like Mahomes having a breakout because he already broke out. But technically a guy like – all right, I'm not going to say this because it's not going to make any sense. But going back to, uh, <laughs> to Garrett Wilson – 
I think he can break out in this sense because, yes, I think we all seen what he can do, especially with bad quarterbacks. So the breakout for him now isn't establish himself as a number one receiver. The breakout for him is becoming getting that Top Justin Jefferson conversation. Yeah. And I think he can. Yeah. Because Jetta's, I mean, look, amazing rookie year and a better rookie year than, than Wilson, but obviously in a much better situation. So I think Wilson can take that jump getting it into that top five conversation this year, and I think he will. And so I think he'll have a breakout year because he'll go from what? Where would you put him right now, around 15? Wide receivers in the NFL? Nah, I think he's a little bit lower. Okay, so top 20-ish? Yeah, I'd probably say top 20. So I think he can get into that top five. I'll tell you why Garrett Wilson's going to have a breakout year because last year he was catching passes from Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco. And now Mike he's White, about to have some respect. Fuck Mike White. Now he's That's about to, fucked up. Now he's about That's to catch respect. passes from Aaron Rodgers. Yo, Flacco's a Super and, Bowl winner, and bro. And he had 1,100 yards last year. Yeah, but it's a, new, yeah, it's a new era. It's a new era for Garrett Wilson and hopefully for the Jets. I'm and rooting for him. Off. And for caps off, obviously. I think Garrett Wilson's going for 1,500 yards. I think he'll go for north of that, yeah. North of 1,500? Yeah. Bro, that would have been like third last year or second. I'm just saying, last year he had 1,100 yards with two shit quarterbacks. Three I agree. Shit no, I agree. I agree. This year but he has so fucking bro, Aaron Rodgers. Let's go out, nice. go out there and say what you want to say. Say it to the camera. I, <laughs> Garrett Wilson will have a breakout season this year. Nah. It's, the proof is in the pudding, per se, you know, as Adam <laughs> likes to say. I'm oh. just saying, like, all right, predict Garrett season. Wilson predict will submit himself if as a top Wilson, five receiver. Let's Garrett, be real. I, I, I don't, that's a stretch. I agree. I would, I would say I agree. He'll be five. By top the end of the 10. season, Garrett Wilson will be five. Bro, you think he's going to be, like, he's going to cement himself as better than, like, a, a Stephon Diggs or an A.J. Yes. Brown? and Tyreek Hill, yeah, yes. Yeah, well, nope, yeah. don't agree with that one. Garrett, you, no, Tyreek Hill, no. Maybe not Tyreek Hill. Stephon Diggs, though. Yes, A.J. Brown, That's no, the yes. fifth spot. That's the fifth spot. I know. Spot. I know. I'm saying Garrett Wilson will be above that by the end of the season. He's going to be in that conversation. And the Jets will not make the playoffs. God, we're sucking them off right now. <laughs> That's what the comments would all be saying. That take, by the way, I'm I've saying. been shitting on the Jets a lot. I, I really hope that they do do well because obviously dude, 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 dude. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are 12. Sick, I really hope that they do well. Skip the second one. I really hope that they do well, dude, but dude. I also have seen the Jets Don't fail time and time again. and. History repeats yeah. itself. This isn't it, gonna go it, well for the Jets. This is not gonna do do as well for they for them. It's gonna it's, it's gonna, gonna be do do. No, but he'll do do well. Yeah, All right, let's move on. All right, um, we'll, we'll do that again. We were just seeing this before the game. The NFL posted that uh, reminding us that Andrew Luck is now eligible for the Hall of Fame. Fuck that. Fuck that. It's now been five years since Andrew Luck retired. Uh, you know, kind of, kind of. Um, out of the blue. Prematurely. Prematurely. Said. Do you think that Andrew Luck is a Hall of Famer? No. Kevin. Oh, sorry. sorry. Another, <laughs> oh, another thing of premature runs in my blood. Yeah. Kevin. <laughs> no. No, Andrew Luck's not a Hall of Famer. I think in our minds, we know that he was on that trajectory and yes. we would have loved to see it. Yes. But I think we have to come to grips with the fact that Andrew Luck is not a Hall of Famer. He did not play in the league long enough. He never played in a Super Bowl. And that's that. I, I really don't think it's much of a debate. You just got to keep him out, even though it's a what could have been situation. Yeah, bro. I think it how sets you, up. How do you think I'm just <laughs> premature? How man. do you think fans are going to react when he gets inducted to the Hall of Fame? He's not going to get inducted. What? Get <laughs> He's not going to get inducted <laughs> to saying, the Hall of Fame. Let's say Andrew Luck does get chosen, selected. It'd to the be Hall a of fucking trosh. It'd be do you horrible. Think fans will just like wreak havoc on the NFL. Yeah, it would ruin the NFL. I think yeah. it sets a bad precedent. It sets a horrible precedent. That's well, you the play reason. five years, you could be injured. You put up, Shit, you put, put up Tony good Romo numbers. In the fucking NFL. Put up good numbers, but we also like we were talking about this beforehand. 
People give shit to Dak and Josh Allen for all the INTs he threw. Fucking uh, Andrew Luck, the lumberjack guy, he threw like 12, north of 12 INTs for four straight years. Like that would have been. it wasn't just INTs, fumbles. Like, he was I, careless. I, I don't want to, yeah, he was careless. I remember it, turnovers were an issue year after year. And every year we said, this guy has so much potential, but the turnovers are an issue. It kind of, kind of similar to uh, Josh Allen, actually, when we talk about that. But I, I just don't think he did it long enough. I think if he would have played long enough, then we would have been okay with the turnover. What's long enough? So Ten years? Played, how long did he play? Six? Six. Played six years? Ten years? Eight to me. If he would have played another two years and had some playoff no, success I, and, and no, no, okay. broke some re- I don't 12, even know. No, another? No, no Super Bowls. No Super Bowls just kept on the same 10. trajectory. I would need at least 10 from him. Yeah, I would need yeah. at least 10. So I would need four more. And actually, I would need 12. I need 12. Yeah. If you win a Super Bowl, I'm okay with uh, like eight, seven or eight. But that's the thing with look. I, I think if he would have played longer, then he would have set himself there. And like I was where I was going, a guy like Brett Favre. We knew turnovers were always going to be an issue, but it's okay. He played so long. He was so great. Threw a lot of touchdowns. He was a gunslinger. We were okay with that. Same with Josh Allen. I think obviously Josh Allen has fixed his turnover issues a bit. Still some problems there, but I think he could keep that up for the rest of his life. That's yeah, not losing yeah, them yeah, games yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Like he he can carry them well, to wins, and that's what Andrew Luck was doing. I think the one point that I, Colin Coward, I didn't watch the whole video that you pulled it up earlier, but the one point that Coward made is that he led bad teams to eleven and five records, good records, playoffs, everything like that. People forget the Flake Gate with the Patriots. That game was, was against, against the Colts. Them. Yeah. So they beat the Colts in the playoff oh. game. So the Colts, who knows? They could have gone further in the playoffs that year. So yeah. Luck was a winner. Luck was a certified winner, and he was talented as fuck, but he didn't play long enough, and that's my only issue. What was that reaction, Kev? That was the- I just didn't realize. I forgot that was the deflate gate game. I, I didn't even remember that yeah. one. Yeah. I, I thought mean, you dude, were The thing up. that sucks about Luck, I just – I feel like I got to watch him like when I was kind of young and just like appreciated him, but I didn't really know what was going on um, too much. Mm. Like you said, he was a bad team. I'm like, I kind of thought the Colts were good, but I didn't really, I don't really remember that well, but Col- Andrew lost, Luck, yeah. oh gosh, I, I just wish he would have. I remember when he retired for my freshman year of college and yeah, my buddy was a Colts fan and I was like, Dude, he was so heartbroken, like so heartbroken. Yeah, that does. Andrew suck. Luck possessed everything you wanted to be a Hall of Famer, but then the career was cut short. There's a couple guys I think that just made me sad and that retired early. I think in the modern era, there's probably guys past. CJ, CJ, Megatron, no, nah, sure, not nah, to me. Calvin played long enough. Yeah, he did. For me, it was it was Andrew Luck, uh, Luke Keekley, yeah, mm. who was one of the greatest football players we've ever seen, and Patrick Willis. Those guys just went way too early. But Patrick Willis and Luke Keekley are both first ballot Hall of Famers. Luck isn't. Right. All right. Well. Let's play an interesting uh, hypothetical then. Yep, Ellen. hurry. Because yeah. I've got to um, go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you got to pee? We're so going to hold you longer so now. So badly? I'm going to torture you. Can't think. It's <laughs> the point where it's right at the bottom. Uh, the this was an interesting, uh, interesting hypothetical. Not hypothetical. No, yeah. Just conversation that we saw on Reddit. Uh, what's a player on your team that has either signed recently or been drafted by your team that you wish had gotten there five years earlier? So think about where your team was five years ago. Think about where that player was five years ago. Like, how they could have impacted your so team. So, by recently acquired, does that mean this year? No. I would say I would say any play. Uh, that's a good question. Is it? No. Yeah, no we have no. to put a timeline on that because no, I could say Troy Aikman. No, you could put no, two no, years. No, no, but no. Five years. Okay, five years ago from now. So, like, don't think about, like, you have to have acquired them this year, but, like, you got them or drafted them. in the last them two years. Between, 
in the last two years. You sure, got you sure. added someone on your team in the last and you years. want to bring them back five years before. But on the team today. No, on the team of the past. That's why you're bringing them in the past. Oh, five we're bringing them ago. back to a team. You we added them to yes. your team five years ago. Oh, now I understand. Yeah. Now I understand. I was almost doing the opposite. Uh, who wants to go first? Kevin, you want to go first or you want to take some time to think? I can go. I'm still kind of thinking about All this right. one. You start us off. Adam. I got mine. Um, I would definitely bring back uh, Tyreek Hill to those 2016 Miami Dolphins, even though five years. Uh, who was who the was quarterback? Was it That was Ryan Tannehill? Tannehill, which I'm fine with, but we went 10 and 6. We got our asses fucking whooped. Wait, we're going five years back, though. That's not... I know, but, like, just let me have it, please, because the Dolphins haven't had many good years. So man. let me go back. What is that? Eight, six, seven if years? If you're going back to 2016, I'm going to go back to 2016. You could go back to 2016. Well, you got Tyreek Hill last year, so five years before that would be... 26 last... Oh, yeah, it's 23, not 22 right now. Oh. Well, you know what? Just bear with me, okay. all right? Don't sue me. Uh, Tyreek Hill, going back to that 2016 Dolphins team... They had Tannehill, but they went 10-6. and six. Jarvis Landry, Kenny Stills, Laramie Tunsil. Jay Ajayi was the third leading rusher in the NFL. They had Damn. pieces on fucking defense. We got our asses spanked by the Steelers, but I think with Tyreek there, it put Jarvis Landry at your two, Kenny Stills at your three. Kenny Stills at the time, people forgot, was just that he was like a Will Fuller deep ball threat. That team would have been nice. And that's, that's how I feel. So how far would y'all have gone? Probably losing the next round. Yeah. We would have won, I think, that wild card round and then probably lost, but still. Because you know, Ryan good. Tannehill, at the end of the day, it's a quarterback-driven league. I don't believe in pretty Ryan Pretty good for Tannehill. the Dolphins, though. Pretty damn good, bro. It would have been our best. Be- it was our best season since, like, 08, since when we won the All division. All right, you're up. Yeah. Um, I, I would probably take Darren Waller five years ago just because. Really? Yeah. yeah. Darren Waller five years ago was better than he is now. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And the he Giants the haven't league. had a tight end ever. So, like, I don't know. I would love it's. – I'm excited to see Darren Waller this year because the Giants finally have a tight end. The Giants – had literally have never like Jeremy Shockey in like the 2006 seven years was our only yes. tight end we basically ever had. We never really had a, I mean, you know, Brandon Jacobs was basically a tight Martellus end. Bennett. <laughs> Martellus Bennett. Martellus Bennett for like a second. Fucking bump. But like, yeah, I think Darren Waller just would have been fun to have. Like, what was five years ago? Do we have Odell at that point? Probably not. Maybe we did. What's today? 2023. So we're talking 2018. I guess so. Right? 2018 feels so recent. That's a weird. I know. That's why it's crazy. It's Odell so might have just been, might have still been in China. I just think those weapons would have been nice. I'm assuming we had Odell. We definitely, I think we had Shepard at that point already. Yeah. He was probably a rookie or like. Er- Shout out Texas, bro. Shout out Texas. Five years bro. ago, we also. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Five years ago, we also had Saquon. This is, right? This is I his don't fifth know year. Shit, yes, bro. you're correct. I don't know you're anything. You're correct. Yeah. Saquon, OBJ. It was Eli Manning, Saquon Barkley, OBJ. And then add Darren Waller. Oh, that's crazy. It's a nice core. Go crazy. Yeah, so I would have taken Darren Waller five years ago. What about you, Kev? As a Raiders fan, if I could put any player from our current team that I wish could have been there five years ago, it's Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones. Because Chandler Jones, that's when Chandler Jones was balling. Chandler Jones was balling back right there in the late teens. And... (laughs) Guys, as a Raiders fan, when we got rid of Khalil Mack in 2017, I was oh heartbroken. God. And do you know what happened? We end up being bottom 10 in sacks for probably the last five years. Yeah. And we didn't draft Max Crosby until 2019. So you want Devontae? You know, there would have been. No, I wasn't picking Devontae. We were fine. We had fine. We had Mari Cooper. Um, we, had guys, we had guys stepping up. It was fine. That's yeah, crazy. we didn't need Devontae then. Yeah, y'all been pretty but good at drafting Rashid Henry Ruggs and shit. Yeah, but Henry <laughs> Ruggs was a great coming. pick. Yeah, like, 
We is a steal of the draft. I'm so glad Henry Ruggs over CeeDee Lamb, right? That was the oh, pick God, of the draft yeah, right dude. there. Um, um, steal. Um, fucking lethal. But I take I take Chandler Jones though. I think uh, he would have been able to help our sack problems for the last five years. That's nice. That's what are you nice. doing, Lee Cowboys. I I I, I have to. Off. Yeah, I have to go Micah, I think, is the best best player. Yeah, you have to. I also no, have hold to up, pee. hold up. If De- go pee, go pee. If Des Bryant had CD Lamb next to him, that would have been fucking insane for, for Dak. Problem is, Dak has never had multiple like, really good receivers. Now he will, I think, with Brandon Cooks. But I think maybe CD with, with Des would have been nice. But Des was at the end of his career. What year did Dak start? Started. 16. Oh, yeah. And Dez left Damn, after 2017, longer. I believe. Okay. Um, but no, I'm going to go Micah. Uh, I'm not going to cheat like Adam did. <laughs> I'm going to make cap it at 2018, which would be five years ago. Uh, and I'll add Micah on one of those teams. Honestly, don't even know which, bro. I'm so consumed by just disappointment every single year that, like, it all blends in as a sad Cowboy fan. Yeah, but, that is sad. Uh, yeah, I'll put Micah on one of those teams. It is sad. Um, hey. Kevin, while Adam's peeing, I like to ask guests this all the time while we wrap up. And I don't think I've asked you this yet. Okay. Really early prediction. Who is winning the Super Bowl next year? 2023. Really early. I think we're going to have a Super Bowl rematch. Chiefs-Eagles, Chiefs win it all. Ooh. I know that's pre- – I think that's bold, though, to, to call a rematch. We don't see it – we don't – we do not see it happen. So I'm gonna say, even though it seems very easy pick, I think it's gonna happen. I think Chiefs win it all. See, the problem with the Eagles is they got to make it past the Cowboys. Yeah, good luck with their history. <laughs> yeah, God, you don't have to put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> uh, nah, I yeah. What'd he, you do? So Kevin predicted a rematch of the Super Bowl this, of this past year for this I was upcoming just asking year. Him his his early prediction. Eagles Chiefs. Boring. Who do you think wins? <laughs> Who do you think wins though? Chiefs. Chiefs. I think Chiefs win. I agree. I know it's boring, but I, I think that the Chiefs have done nothing to tell me that they will not be the exact same team and be the exa- in the exact same situation as they were last year. I agree. I've been saying that. I, I've been saying that I, I think agree. the Chiefs can win, like, four of the next six. Damn, like, that's yeah. lit. Yo, shout out, bro. Shout out the GOAT. Shout out Kadarius Tony, bro, because he's yo, breakout. Tony, he's Tony's ball for 30,000 yards this year. <laughs> All right, well, yo, Kev, thanks again for coming on. Appreciate you always. I love always you, Kev. a great time having you here. So fun. Uh, we got to get you in the office. Were you in the office the first time you were here? No, you were on. You were on Zoom no, too, right? Yeah. I have. I have yet to be in the office. I am gonna have to get out to NYC and see you boys. Have right. you been? To, have you been to New York City before? I've been once, and I went last year for a uh, Jets game. Ooh. I was. I was in Manhattan a little bit. I was by myself though, and to be honest, boys. That was a culture shock. Yeah, culture shock crazy. to me. Ohio boy from Columbus, Ohio, uh, in NYC, walking the streets by himself. Uh, I was not. I was not ready for it. But maybe next time you guys can show me around. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. 100%. We'll get you out here at some point. But yeah, appreciate you coming on as always, and um, thanks for listening to the Caps Off podcast. Also. Five stars if you're listening. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to rate us on all your listening platforms. Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google Play, whatever the fuck you... Kevin, uh, do you think people should give us five stars and leave us a review? What do you think? Yeah, I think like 4.99 stars. (laughs) That's uh, fair. Just because Jack wasn't here today. That's That's so fair. That's true. uh, Leave a a review, though. Positive and hopefully... uh, Hopefully uh, five stars, though. Let's see what five stars. Yeah, but what's Max Crosby's pressure rate? (laughs) <laughs> it's a 
Good Get out question. of here. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We'll Love see you, you next time. Bye. Peace. The Caps Off Podcast is brought to you by The Game Day. Starring Adam Tabachnik, Felipe Fontes, Jack Perotti, and Matan Mann. Producers Ben Wolfen and Matan Mann. Don't forget to check out our social at Caps Off Pod on Instagram and at Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. And go to thegameday.com for all the best sportsbook offers. Yeah.